Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Hello! Good evening, good morrow, and good day. And welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Medilands campaign. Tech, sorry about the tech. The tech is a problem. The tech I've been working on hopefully will not be a a problem with tech going forward, but it remains to be seen, especially with some of the equipment that we deal with here uh, on the stream. And speaking of we, I'm going to bring in everyone else. Good evening, everybody. Hello. There we go. I got them back, everyone. I realized I didn't set up my lights. So you get this bonus footage. Oh, no. Well, they, of course, we, uh, those of you who tuned into our last stream two weeks ago uh, will have seen not our usual um, uh, session in the many lands, but in fact, we were chilling out in the many lands, and Marta did indeed demonstrate some of her lighting display, lightsabers. And display, darling. A display, darling. Mm, Display. Uh, Yes. Mm, Uh, Most excellent. Yes. Yes, thank you, Marta. Um, <laughs> you're gonna, you're, you're gonna welcome. Make, you're gonna make me derail things even more than we did <laughs> pre-stream. So I'm just, I'm, I'm refraining for now, <laughs> trying to restrain myself because <laughs> that got incredibly over the top. Um, actually, kind of. Ott, like, darling. Done in the session before, especially when we've been playing um, Reginald. I think it was a similar voice. Anyway. Uh, I digress. So, uh, yes, last time, two weeks ago, we were chilling out in the many lands. Now, that was a live-streamed session with just us talking about uh, the campaign, about D&D, about mental health, about all sorts, really. We covered a lot of bases. It was just, you know, a nice, relaxing stream, but you guys got uh, got in touch in the chat with your questions and things like that. It was all all very uh, very nice, all very nice and relaxed, uh, which was what was needed, uh, especially for me, definitely, um, after... uh, after isolation period just before or during that so that was it was good fun uh, but now we're back uh, with the many lands campaign and before we begin today uh, i've got a couple of uh, uh, shameless plugs for you all first of all so for those of you who are fans of the cage which is our series on uh, youtube uh, you have noticed uh, session 16 is now up i mean for some reason it was meant to go up on the 4th of november and then youtube failed and it didn't go up the premiere so i re <laughs> then put the premiere back another two weeks so it went up last thursday you can catch that now on our youtube channel you will have noticed that we had some tech issues there because it was our first in-person session uh, of uh, the cage and well my quite old laptop the one that this campaign began on could not handle the amount of uh, camera sources i mean it barely coped uh, if you'll remember, uh, towards the end with uh, our our setup when we began the campaign for, for the many lands. But for the cage, just wasn't happening. And so uh, it got restricted to, I think, just a uh, bird's eye view of the battle map and uh, a camera on the DM, Stephen. And that was all. Uh, so uh, we hope to rectify that because uh, on Sunday we had another session of the cage. Regrettably, however, despite uh, the changes that I implemented to make things work, it still didn't work. So uh, after much, uh, after much deliberation and uh, uh, some 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 reality check conversation, uh, we have decided with the cage uh, that we are going to be pulling that back. And so instead of having um, each session individually going up onto YouTube. We're going to have a sort of roundup of discussion of everything that's happened in the story uh, for five sessions, a kind of uh, recap thing like we do for the many lands, but that will be all for the cage. And this kind of goes in line with uh, some of the stuff 
Um, I think we talked about in the chilling out in the many lands where, you know, I've realized that I've been over committing myself and overstretching myself. And so, you know, when with things as they are with the cage, it was just like, you know, maybe let's pull it back because we were really enjoying the game anyway, but was getting kind of distracted with trying to make everything work tech wise. So, you know, stripping it back to basics, uh, Stephen will be on uh, the chats with me when they occur, which should be like every sort of five sessions or so where we talk about everything that happened. And that will be uh, then premiering on YouTube uh, when when that happens. So that is a state of play. Uh, with the cage so if you want live streamed D&D then the Manylands campaign is where you need to be and of course all of our sessions so far in the Manylands campaign are all up on our YouTube channel right now so you can catch up at any time with all of the sessions thus far that was a big old shameless plug for that uh, aside from that ladies and gentlemen do you have any shameless plugs at all before we jump in with tonight's session I do. Yes. Go ahead, Yay. Martha. <laughs> well, a, a little game that you might have heard of called uh, Battlefield came out no, a little bit ago. Maybe. Uh, okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's, it's one of those things. You might have heard about it, might not. But I'm in it. Uh, yes. It's finally out. I can finally say that I am in that game and I am the commander of the Russian side. So if you play the russian side sorry my my the headphones are telling me the battery's low so i'm just doing this at the same time as a shameless plug um amazing <laughs> yeah so, everything that's been going on so far with tech <laughs> I, I know i know no but if you uh if you play on the russian side you end up getting yelled at by me yeah that's it shameless plug yay yeah and that's it that's my plug enjoy so me yelling at you uh i'm i'm sure everyone will enjoy you yelling at them uh on battlefield rather than in real life um because you know vehicle stopped on shoulder oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> do we have <laughs> another voice marshall <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, so as you can see uh, on the display, uh, Bart and Marshall are both with us today. However, no video for them. Hence, we have their lovely uh, character arts in their place, um, almost as lovely as their actual faces. Uh, 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 this uh, is, of course, by, I should really give a shameless plug uh, to her, to uh, to Marie, Marie 943, uh, 945. Mar yeah, anyway, Mariam Safdar did the, uh, the art, fantastic uh, for all of our... Uh, uh, PCs in the campaign. Um, so, good. I, 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 so good. So good. Um, okay. And very reasonably priced as well. If you if you want to get some character art done, like look Mariam up. She's fantastic. Really good. And uh, I just it's and it's so cute as well. They're so cute. But anyway, uh, enough fawning over that. Uh, I think without any further delay, let's just jump in to tonight's session here on the Manylands campaign on Slice and Dice.
Oh, I'm, I'm, we oh. are back. Hello, James Gecko. Sorry, we nearly lost James there. Are you all right? I'm embarrassed. Okay, okay, not, not a problem. Right. Uh, so, folks, last time on the Many Lands campaign, oh, here are my, here are my notes. Everything's fine, everyone. Nothing's going wrong. It's all good. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, uh, so last time, uh, whilst some of the group uh, were going to bed uh, for the evening, being very sensible adventurers that they were. Some were not so sensible, such as uh, our, uh, such as our uh, beloved Brucon, the giving into his gambling ways, his many vices, um, <clears throat> at Caladan's casino, doing not so well on the uh, on the roulette table, but holding his own in Black Dragon, and therefore walking away with at least some of the uh, of the chips that he had uh, to begin with. So you know, kind of a win there for him. However, he did get exceedingly drunk. Uh, and uh, eventually yeah. stumbled back to uh, the, uh, or stumbled to the inn via a message from the Oberyn to tell uh, Brucon where exactly the party was staying at the inn called Bronzelurgy in the Bronze District. Uh, wandered over there, eventually found his way there, and found a bed for the night. Also missing was Seth, who had uh, been not abducted by uh, by an individual that he recognised uh, as the cloaked man. He was in fact. Uh, the person who hired Seth all that time ago at the very beginning of the campaign to uh, locate and uh, extract parts from the basilisk. You may remember all that time ago. Anyway, they were back after Seth's message to them, having collected the parts, uh, had the parts delivered to them by Seth's old uh, not-pirate crew. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, uh, Seth personally delivered the basilisk egg to the cloaked man along with uh, the tainted wine which uh, supposedly was laced with lycanthropy uh, and in exchange he was rewarded for his efforts uh, he was given some gold quite a lot actually of um, of in the dragonborn currency the Rachiri, uh, uh, Rachiri dragons and uh, also some potions some healing potions greater healing potions uh, and a couple more interesting potions or poisons shall we say uh, to be used uh at his leisure and he was also given a new target that being a creature uh supposedly that dwells in the catacombs underneath the palace that has one great eye and several other smaller eyes and the it, description was vivid enough that it caused the veteran players in the party to go <laughs> even though they were not obviously there to witness it the, the characters but certainly the players witnessed that and yes we know what that is but let's not go any further than that because that was uh, that'll be fun when that eventually comes up uh so you're given that task and then uh, seth hatched a plan to avoid or talk his way around the zone of truth that uh, Brina has uh, a very special version of with her wand, uh, scheming with the cloaked man, who's now revealed as actually the vizier, um, and was also rewarded, or supposedly rewarded, with the gilded vizard, which Leobrin currently has in his possession, and was taken from uh, the Many Masks uh, assassin back in um back in rackfell manor again from a plot some time ago all these callbacks all coming back together um and so seth now knows how to speak to other members of the guild using that mask uh, this is knowledge that the Oberyn currently doesn't have anyway uh he was then teleported back to the inn found nobody was looking for him or was indeed worried and then found out that from brina via message that uh she in fact had deduced from the description of the spell that it was a teleportation spell that would require Seth to be willing to leave. So they weren't worried he was in any immediate danger. So that's nice, isn't it? Anyway, eventually everyone woke up 
and got about to their business uh, in the morning. First to get up was Malar and Neris, who went and did some shopping. Neris did not return because she was really needed that retail therapy and disappeared off to the Silver District. Malar, meanwhile, got some components for um, some spells, plotting and scheming that he's been doing. So he got some flowers and he got some... Uh, uh, and got some grain, I believe, were the two things you've got. Uh, you're also on the hunt for incense, but have not yet found it. Um, Leobrin uh, came up with a... Uh, tried to assist Brucon, I guess, from his uh, drunken stupor by getting him a pint of wine and getting some curried eggs uh, for... Um, I, can't, I, I can't remember who they were originally intended for, possibly Seth. Um, but I think Brina ended up eating them, had some upset stomach. It was... A lot of things happened there. Uh, but you guys decided that you wanted to stay at the inn another night and would rather stay there than at the palace. So you paid up front for your rooms for the evening and that meant you could store some of your stuff in your rooms. Before your business of the day, uh, you decided you didn't want to keep the king waiting. So you went back over to the palace to talk to the king about this dagger. Malar, using uh, his locate object, he'd made a note of Neris's ring uh, so that he could locate her if he needed to. Um, but he was using it exclusively at this point to try and locate the bone dagger now Seth uh, along with some of the party was suspicious of one of the captains of the royal guard uh, who had taken the dagger and not returned it the, the guards obviously take the weapons from our heroes before they enter the palace to make sure that nobody is armed when they approach the king the king is very security conscious uh, but the bone dagger had not been returned and they haven't seen it since so Malar casts locate object eventually deducing that the bone dagger must be inside the palace because he got it for a moment and then suddenly it disappeared as if the anti-magic field was blocking the spell uh, so uh, meant you could continue en route there you found the king there you found him talking to um, uh, to Pharrell Ragthrock but oh, actually one last thing before you got there Leo sensed he was being watched Finally, there's been a while, there's been this weird twinge going on. He's wondering what exactly has been happening. Uh, there seems to be something arcanic, but there seems to be something, there's a presence around him that he couldn't quite tell what it was. Um, and this is compounded by the fact that Leobrin's feeling his connection to the Feywild diminish over time. He's feeling it thin and and is now starting to come across some issues with his magic, which will become more apparent when uh, when the next short rest happens, perhaps with the, the rolling and stuff that we discussed last time. Uh, but Seth used Detect Magic to then see an invisible sensor hovering around Leobrin and so recognize that, they, that he was being watched. But of course, that sensor could not go past the anti-magic field. Through some cunning and use of uh, message, Seth was able to communicate about the sensor to Leobrin without the sensor supposedly picking up on it. Uh, and so you continued on your way, went inside the palace, and that sensor disappeared. No ideas yet of where that who that sensor is from and the rest of it. It's just knowledge enough that you're being watched. So anyway, you saw one of the um, uh, one of the heads of uh, the head of the bronze district. In fact, uh, Pharrell uh, Ragthrock uh, was speaking to the king as you entered, um, and uh, they uh, she in fact uh, then in passing um, with you guys, suggested, uh, hoped that you would join her at the soup kitchen that evening for uh, to discuss matters further and how, uh, with your newfound celebrity status as pit champions of uh, Herthia, that perhaps uh, you could work together for the good of uh, Rachir and for Herthia. Uh, you were then left with the king, who uh, <laughs> noted that you should really go and speak to the commander of the enforcers, Balthasar Bolt, rather than the king at this point because he has more information about your next task but it was uh it was uh, noted by brucon that in fact 
given everything that, that's happened so far, you probably should be given some information about the Red Mages rather than just being promised you're going to get information. So uh, they revealed, uh, the king revealed that in fact uh, the Red Mages are after artifacts that once belonged to Ushtag the Deceiver, one of which is the great big frickin' dragon skull of which the throne, the Moor throne, in the palace sits sort of encompassed by. The, the, the skull is very prominent in the throne room. Uh, so that is one of the artifacts that the Red Mages are after. Hence, the anti-magic field is going to make it very difficult for the Red Mages to access this because they're mostly sorcerers and, uh, you know, wizards and the like. So it's going to be very difficult for them to get this particular item. And he also revealed that the, da the dagger is now in his possession and is being kept safe within the palace. Uh, which then caused a little bit of uh, discomfort for Seth because he had inadvertently told the cloaked man, the vizier, uh, that the captain was possibly working with the red mages and that she wanted to get him on his own for questioning which the cloaked man the vizier has agreed to do so we'll see what happens with that in the future anyway um with that information uh brina was then tasked by um uh, by the king to look at some ancient uh, arcanic texts which uh they have in the library inside the palace uh some of which uh pertain to the times of Ushtag and also to uh, the and also to the Red Mages themselves. So this could be very useful information uh, for all of you in this situation. So she has uh, she has agreed to work there during the day, though she will still stay in the room at the inn with the rest of you during the evening. So she's not completely isolated from you guys, and she's kind of grown attached to you over the time so far. So we pick things up with all that information in hand as the four of you at this point, Brucon, Seth, Malar, and Leobrin, are heading out of the palace. But before, <laughs> so that is the time period that we pick things up. However, we're going to go to Neris first, because during this time, Neris has been having a lovely day so far, going over to the silver sector, uh, doing some doing some shopping. So <laughs> uh, a bit of retail therapy. So Marta, Neris. Yes. Yes. Uh, in, was there anything in particular you were looking for? in your shopping today? Well, she's been missing having a cape. As you know, uh, some of you may know, at the beginning of this oh, yes. campaign, she had a cape. Mm -hmm. But she's thinking, you know, she's open-minded about colors, but she's kind of in the having the whole dark, intimidating thing happening. So, you know, she's hoping to uh, find something uh, that totally goes with her outfit, but also could uh, get some extra perks has extra attributes uh, yes. given that she's probably never had this much money in her entire life well yes this is her newfound wealth you know let's let's see how long it lasts right so um all right so um what i'll need you to do then to locate uh, to see what kind of uh cloak that you find uh could you make an investigation check please Da, darling. Da. Da. Okay. Erg, erg, erg. Ten. Ten. Ten total. Ten. Okay. All right. I know. I know. I know. Okay. So the silver, the silver district, the silver sector, uh, is an abundance of colors. It's a sensory explosion. Um, 
this is meant to be the cultural capital of of Herthe, really this this area so you you, uh, you observe as you um are wandering the streets that there appears to be many street performers uh many of which are asking you for money uh obviously you speak draconic so this helps uh, that you can understand exactly what's mm. going on rather than just being accosted by people speaking in a foreign language to you um you uh and you see their various arms boxes and you know uh, the rest of it the coffers um you also note uh, uh a large theater uh which uh, doesn't seem to be open at this point it's probably too early for the first shows but certainly it's a it's a big impressive building one of the older style uh Ricciri, uh buildings uh, so is in a very wide base but going up into it's a very conical shape um but in- incredibly wide at its bottom this one you do also find many uh, street sellers of clothes and wares. One particular one uh, comes up to you. They have um, uh, they haven't they have uh, a jeweled eye patch. Uh, this this uh, dragonborn uh, has a jeweled eye patch with a big scar uh, that is obscured by the eye patch to some extent. But they do have this very elegant sort of uh, fur trimmed um, overcoat. Uh, Darling, a good day. <laughs> uh, might I say, the outfit you're wearing is incredibly smouldering and smoking. I love it. What did you find? <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, just something I picked up, you know, just here and there. Uh, it's not something I've seen around here, but I would love to, to get something more than that. And you see, kind of a, a little bit of a forked tongue appear out of uh, out of this uh, this person's mouth, uh, which which you weren't expecting. Most dragonborn don't generally have forked tongues. Yeah, it's she's a bit weirded out by yeah, that. That's that's a bit much. Um, like... And it actually, I would say at this point, you will then also notice that their uh, that their uh, their nose is uh, is certainly longer, or their not their nose. What am I saying? But anyway, their their um, uh, their uh, jawline is it's a much longer than you would ex- than dragonborn are, and then you suddenly clop. No, this is this is a lizard folk. This is not a it's not a dragonborn at all. But anyway, uh, they're they're different. Mm-hmm. Also, lizard folk have tails, which dragonborn don't. But you didn't notice this under the overcoat at first, but suddenly you start yes. piecing it together as they're speaking to you. Also, the accent slightly different to the uh, to the dragonborn, hence the uh, the long, drawn-out expression rather than the more s- Slavic kind of edge that the yeah. wanted to have. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so, um, uh, would you like care to take a look at my wares? Is there anything particular you are after? I'm actually in the market for a cape. What do you have for capes? Like, I like capes. a little bit of drama, you know? I- I'm yes. looking for black, but, like, with drama. And I also, if it has any additional perks, that would be... Um, Really? Um, perks, you say. Nothing but the best for one of the pit champions. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yes. Very much so. I thought so. Well, if you want something practical, I may have just the thing. Um... <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> <It's so good. laughs> You're right there. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I love it. Let's keep going. <laughs> we can do this. We can keep I can do a this all day. Face. This, uh, this is, I find this all very encouraging. All right. Um, well, uh, and he pulls out. It's actually, to be honest, it's rather drab. It's, you know, kind of gray, looks a little bit faded, and it's, it appears to be patchwork all over this particular um, item uh, and uh, this, this particular cape. Um, but each patch seems to have a symbol on it. Um, and so... Flutters, uh, 
billows it out towards you. Now, this may not be too much to look at. However, it is extremely practical. Uh, This uh, particular item, which for some reason I can't remember the name of right now, uh, as I'm trying to look it up. um, (laughs) Yes, it uh, has... uh, Each of those patches are, in fact, arconic runes. And when you rip one off, it actually (laughs) creates the item as if out of nowhere making it very useful for uh, whatever you have in mm. mind. As long as we have the corresponding uh, the corresponding um, badge, of course. Mm-hmm. Not some, really crazy thing. about ripping my uh, cloak to shreds. Oh no, darling, it's, it's stitched onto the fabric. It's not actually a, a part of it, so you can, you, you can easily remove it. it it's, it's sort of affixed a to it, if you will. I see. Yes, it's not. Don't, don't worry too much. It's not going to damage the thing. And of course, if it did, I would give you a full refund, of course. I would expect so. His sort of reptilian eyes look from left to right and uh, almost on their own and then back together. <laughs> oh, sorry. Is it, no, eye, he's got an eye patch. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's one eye. The <laughs> one <sorry>. eye. <laughs> Forgot about that little detail. Okay. Yes. Well, if that doesn't take your fancy, I'm sure there are many others here. Uh, how about this one? Um, so, well, the, this, the magic that's in this particular cloak has to be worn to be demonstrated. <laughs> Would you care to try it on? No. Uh, oh. No, shall I've I, had... Shall I've I had... demonstrate? Yes, please. Excellent. Uh, so this uh, one too many kidnappings makes you a little makes oh, one a little bit more shy about these things. Kidnappings. Well, I, I suppose the life of an adventurer can be uh, the lifespan of an adventurer can be somewhat short, can't it? <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, I, I don't know the half of it. Well, I, I came a cropper once myself, <clears throat> hence I have just the one eye now. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, perhaps for another time. Uh, the demonstration, please. Uh, the demonstration, yes, darling. So he uh, pulls out this emerald green cloak and throws it about his shoulders. Um, actually, it's more of an aquamarine in in the lights as he as he throws it over his shoulders. Um, it's got it's kind of got a gold trim to it, uh, and he swirls it over his shoulders and then puts his hands on his hips and suddenly the cloak billows majestically on its own. <laughs> That's very. <laughs> Very impressive. Um, is that all it does? Yes. Um. Okay, let's put that on the maybe rack. The maybe rack. Oh, uh, the maybe. maybe, rack. maybe. <laughs> uh, we'll put it on this rack just here. Here we are. Mm. Uh, right. Uh, one more for you. Now, um, you said you don't want uh, clothes that get damaged. Well, I happen to have something that repairs itself. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, given I, I, I'm pretty good at repairing things magically would oh, it do anything else kind of just throw yeah aside like casually doesn't even think about it you know what i have one more that perhaps needs to be used with care darling this mm-hmm. this can be a little bit um in the wrong hands it could be could 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 be uh, could could 
run afoul of this particular item, which is why I don't gen- I put it on general release out on the racks here, but I do have it out the back. <laughs> I uh, like it already. Mm, I thought you would. Well, uh, <laughs> one moment. Uh, and you, uh, you see him sort of disappears to the back of his stool, kicks open a chest, uh, and uh, inside uh, is this um, midnight black uh, cape, which he pulls out. Uh, it's, it looks like it's made of silk, um, so it's kind of got a sheen to it. Now, uh, this uh, there is an activation word for this particular cape, but you do not want to be wearing the cape when you say the activation word. In fact, you mm. want to be you want to be hurling it at somebody else when you say it, because it would then wrap itself around the uh, person that you throw it at and um, could cause suffocation. I love it. Yes, well. It is some people's thing, you know. I, I don't judge. But if it is for you, uh, I'm sure... It very well much. could be. Obviously, if you have the coin for it, it's one of our more exotic items. And I say our in the royal hour. It's, it's just myself working in this particular mm-hmm. stall. I'm but a humble merchant myself. Um, oh, <clears throat> I, I haven't made my introductions, have I? No. I didn't ask either, but that's okay. That's also true, Pit Champion, and I know you by reputation, but you may not know me uh, just yet. <laughs> and your name is? Forked Tongue. A bit not in, on the nose, isn't it? Yes, well, unfortunately, the Dragonborn don't have much of an imagination, and so it is the moniker that they gave me when I arrived, and I have stuck with it since. Okay, well, it's a pleasure to uh, meet you. Shall we uh, discuss how much this one would set me back? Perhaps we should, yes. Well, uh, I will, of course, include the chest with it uh, so that you may uh, transport it safely and keep it undamaged. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would be, would of course be, uh, uh, not the cheapest of items, uh, to have this particular one would set you back uh, uh, two of the... Um, uh, two of the of the jade dragons. How much is that? I don't know. It's a, it's quite a lot. It's uh, I think it's sixteen platinum, off the top of my head. Uh, oh, we have like if I'm looking at this, it's like we have five hundred platinum. That's what I'm looking at in my inventory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Well, uh, I think I can uh, handle that. How much for the one that billows? Oh, the billowed cape. Well, uh, that's a much more common item. Uh, that would only be uh, uh, that would only be uh, uh, fifteen uh, bronze dragons. For that one. Let's just throw it in there. Why the hell not? In gold times four sixty gold pieces. Just, just, just throw it in there just for fun. Ex- oh, darling, excellent. So now you have a cape for every occasion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm, excellent. Well, Would you I advise... You well. yeah. I guess you advise against wearing the uh, the black cape. You can wear it, just don't say the activation word. You'll find the word written inside the chest. Excellent. In Draconic, um, which I... I understand you speak and swear mm-hmm. it's back and forth, yes. Yes, yes. Well then, pleasure doing business with you, and uh, if you don't mind, I would like to wear the billowing cape out of the shop. 
Of course, uh, I would expect nothing less. Uh, uh, do do take care. Try to avoid the alleyways. The um kobolds of the crafty crew tend to be uh, operating <laughs> and uh, oh i've met one already oh you have oh then you know mm-hmm. that on their on their own they're not such a threat but when they return in bigger numbers that's when you have to be careful <laughs> mm. well uh i'll be sure to be careful Good, yes. And I hope you billow majestically for the rest of your days. (laughs) Oh, thank you very much. Okay, bye now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So you've exit uh, from Um, Forked Tongue's stall and back into the markets? Um, honestly, I don't need anything else. It's just like retail therapy. Yeah, yeah, you've certainly been browsing for a while at this point as well. Yeah, I'm kitted out, so I just want to head back to the inn, I guess. All right, cool. Uh, So you start heading back to the inn. Meanwhile, as you're doing that, the rest of you exit the palace. Uh, And you're now... um, uh, Where is it you're heading? I believe there was discussion about going to see Balthazar Bolt. Um, uh, I think Brucon knows the location, which is uh, a building with a blue door next to the dock. Docklands Gate is what you were told. However, I... That's only one idea. I don't know if there's somewhere else you wanted to go instead. No, I think we agreed to head there and grab Neris on the way. Yeah, let's do that. Party together for the talk of what we're doing. Okie dokie. So, so as you exit the palace, you notice the weather has improved here. It was quite grey. It has been for most of the time you've been here, really. And I think there's been spatterings of rain. But uh, it seems to be brightening up today, uh, almost kind of uh, greeting you after your ordeal yesterday. It seems like a curtain has lifted in Rachir, and you see the sun for the first time you've been here as you uh, uh, descend back into the city from uh, the highs of the palace. Going through, um, this is quite a sensible idea by you guys uh, to pick up Neris on the way, because you, of course, go through the bronze sector to get over to the Docklands Gate anyway. So you're more than likely going to find her on your way if the timings align. Uh, so... Well, as Malar moves through, he is shouting at the top of his voice, Neris! Oh, Ms. Neris! Just... Uh, is this in- enhanced in any way, Malar? Every couple of minutes, he'll he'll bang out a thermatology to one of those, but for the most part, it's just his voice. Excellent. Okay. Do I need to roll to see if Neris hears it? Yes, uh, you can roll perception, but with advantage, because Malar... I mean, it's I, loud. I, you know, I did hint loudly, but obviously, Thaumaturgy, I know, is one of his go-tos, so... Um... Well, that's no, good, no. because uh, I got a natural 20. So... so can I can I just decide to appear with my billowing cape? I would like to stage an entrance, uh, I'd like right. to show up. Okay, yeah, so, so to do this, you will need to make a stealth check. Uh, which will need to okay. be to beat everyone's passive perception because yes, they are looking out for you, but uh, they are not. Um, I, I think passive is fair given the amount of people around and. You know, yeah. so, so that guys, is fifteen. F- fifteen. That's going to be close. Uh, who else is perception trained? I think oh, who's going to have a high perception? Brucon. What's your passive perception? That's a perception for Brucon is 13, so not 13. that great. Leo Brin? Brucon kind of lives in his own world that occasionally <laughs> intersects with reality. <laughs> so 
so Marshall, I can't, I can't hear you. Nope. Okay. Uh, I think we might have lost Marshall. We might have lost him. Right. Um, I can I look at. I was getting out of the car. Um, ah. Leo Brun really is, uh, from what I can remember, is uh, not perceptive in the slightest. I'm yeah. just pulling up. You're right. I've just brought it up. His passive perception is 10. It, the highest would have been oh, Maris or Malar. Oh, no. It's 14. Yes, which, which are 14. So you beat it with a 15. Yes! <laughs> so <laughs> All right. you catch everyone unawares when you make your grand entrance. As you no, 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 no. Wait, 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 okay. wait. I got an idea. You've so the there, are there any carts or anything around there? Yes, the bronze district does have a few. Yeah. Okay, so I I sneak around and then I just basically climb onto whatever cart of like some random merchant, and then just go like, I have arrived. <laughs> cape. And you Neris called. Have, uh, Marta, Neris, have some inspiration. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> You see a quite a quite disgruntled um, uh, worker as like uh, at the other end of the cart, be like, "Hey, what? In a oh. minute! Oh, what? what? Doing a thing what? here? Oh, it's pit, it's pit champions, everyone, pit champions! Uh, they, they they are here! Ah, yeah! And they're like a, a small crowd starts <laughs> gathering around. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And they recognise the rest of you as well, and they kind of see a, they're surrounding you a bit as well. You see a couple of <clears> a couple of the. Uh, smaller uh, uh dragonborn some of the you know children and, and whatnot got uh, little pieces of parchment and they're coming up to you like mm -hmm. and, and obviously it's the rest like... of you don't speak draconic but neris you would understand that they're asking for autographs yeah i'm like... gonna put a hand on leo's back and i go go leo your your fans are awaiting you and push him towards like is there any like kids that look really muddy like they've been playing in the dirt and stuff like that you son of a <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, the bronze district. Most of them do. To be fair, they mm. mostly play outside in, in ah, the mud. You are a bad I'm, I'm, I'm going to point down to Leo and just go, "The champion, Leo!" and just slowly move him towards a group of dirty people. There is and there is full on gets into the hole. This celebrity, like she's starting to soak it up and starts like being, "Oh, let me, you know, mend your shirts or like mend this." Oh. You, oh, oh, just oh. oh dear. I'm here. <laughs> Thank you for your love. <laughs> I'm Mother Teresa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just go mend a few things. The mending yeah. for you, and mending for you, and mending for you. Not for you, Leo. <laughs> oh yeah, no, she stopped mending, mending your rough. Minute, but you can, just, you know, you spend time yeah, yeah. on each one. But, but Leo is, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm still Leo distressed. <laughs> uh, if we're being surrounded by some people, can I make a perception check just to keep an eye on pickpockets for kobolds yes. and stuff like that? By all means, you can do. Yes. <laughs> Go for it. It's, it's one of those things that we're no longer in the same room as the DM. Your secret roles are super secret, so we can't yes, even be like. Hear oh, them. Just, <laughs> yeah. Unless I have the camera like down here somewhere, so you can see me. Like, mm. yeah, we can't I'm even be like. Oh, he's, roles, he's super. So. Yeah, we can't even be like, oh, you rolled. What for? Like, think of something to do. Uh, that is a 21. Rolls and be like, up here somewhere when I start. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now you've got like a super dice tower. So we just see you drop a dice into it and we're like, he dropped a dice. What's happening? That would be awesome. Uh, what did you get for your perception? Uh, 21. I got an 18 on the dice Ooh. and plus okay. 3. 
Okay, so so you didn't notice this as you were shoving Leobrin into Muddy Children because that was occupying your attention. But when you look around afterwards, uh, uh, Malar, you feel a tug at your um, uh, at your sort of waistcoat, um, which have several pockets on the front, and you feel a feel a tug. It's a utility vest. Utility vest. Apologies. <laughs> Uh, your vest you feel a tug at your vest uh and look down and you see uh, uh you see a small clawed hand pull uh uh it seems to pull some of your um uh, it's, it's it's just some of your candles like nothing of particular value but pulls them straight out of your pocket um and then Steph, that's when you wheel around and you can see uh, a kobold has just taken something out of malar's pocket and is uh, making a break for it <laughs> Can I grab him before he gets away? Uh, you can certainly try. Make uh, This will be a grapple check, so athletics, please. Okay. 19. 19 will be uh, their uh, 13. So you Tall grab them, them by the scruff. You can oh, see this kobold's got like a studded leather... Uh, jacket on um and uh, uh hair up in a up in a mohawk like spiked uh a couple of piercings around the nose and the ear uh and then yeah you pull them up and the guy's like hey 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 oh now you should let the uh soothing light of fester into your life good sir and cease this thievery <sighs> mr seth is this one of your friends <laughs> I don't know every pick. Oh shit! Is that Dave? <laughs> I, I don't know it's everyone. Draconic just uh, starts chattering. Oh, just, now just you can have a candle, but ground. you can have a candle, but you've got to ask next time. Uh, he I don't think those common. Hand. I turn, I turn back to Neris, and I like go to wave, but I've got this kobold in my hand, so I just vigorously shake the kobold at her. Oh, Miss Neris! Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is that a kobold? Oh, uh, and I just drop it. I just uh, drop it from about nine. No, no, no! Keep shaking it. it. Oh, that has. I was having fun with that. Okay, great. Well, never mind. Okay, let's go. Malar, um, you feel uh, the kobold strike at your foot uh, with some sort of bladed weapon. However, it appears so blunt that it does no damage, and then it, and then it scarpers. Okay, fine. He's off. He's away. I, I'll. I've got his number. It's fine. Rickon observes all this with uh, with an expression on his face, as I much like the the one I had earlier when I said, "What is happening right now?" Um, <laughs> off, yeah, off screen. Yeah, off screen, and then um, turns to Neris and goes, "Oh, Miss Neris, my word, that's a spectacular uh, garment you have there. Um, and uh, in, in how many ways can it kill a man?" Oh, this one's just <laughs> for show. I've got a really interesting one for. Uh... Oh, or, so, uh, so it's, so more, more murderous zero. pursuits. 
So more than zero is the answer to my question. Jolly good. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> well, it's, not it's this one. You. Like I said, not this one. This one's oh, just I'm for sorry. show. No, no, I'm no. There's another one. Oh, well, uh, you know, I, I appreciate uh, a person having, uh, you know, um, dress, dressing for, uh, for you know, fancy occasions and for more practical um, sense. Anyway, it's, um, it, yeah. it's very um, fine. All I can tell you is be afraid when I'm dressed in black. Okay, extra fear when Neris is in black. Noted. Um, well, uh, I was wondering if uh, we were uh, thinking of heading over and having a, uh, a wee chat with this uh, Balthazar Bolt fellow. Um, who we've been informed is uh, the person to um, uh, to address in these here parts. Uh, would you care to join us? Absolutely. Uh, do we expect a fight? Should I should I be dressed in black? Should I, I mean, should I, well, is I mean, this I would gonna say, be like an outfit change situation. Well, we're, we're in Rachir, so it seems to me, you know, based on experiences so far, um, you know, consider the possibility uh, open. Hmm. I'll keep this one for now. Let's go. Yes, she uh, has uh, a, a wardrobe now, basically, and she's very excited. Nice. Uh, as we start to go, can I start <laughs> casting um, Detect Magic again to see if Leo is being followed? Sure, you can do. Um, I would say um, out of practicality, Nair, is because the, um, the cloak came with uh, a chest. You probably would have yeah. put that back in the inn, the chest. I don't know if okay. you can take the cloak with you, um, in which case you probably need to peek at the activation word in the chest before you do so. Hmm. Yeah, I'll do that. Cool. Okay. Can I can I double cloak it? Is that a thing? <laughs> um, I would say no. I'd say you just yeah. have to roll one up and put it in your bag. Okay. Yeah, I'll roll one up and put it in the bag. I'll 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 have a peek at the at the hoard and um. Yeah, I mean, you you could do it. Try and start a new fashion trend in Richard. Yeah. Double, the world's double, not ready. Double cloaking, you reduce the effectiveness of of the whole situation. You need one cloak. Double cloaking is not better; it's worse. <laughs> it's, it's when she it's when she has the billowing one. She has the billowing one underneath it, and she accidentally says the activation word. She's got it billowing, and then the top one just comes over and attacks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the anyway, the, the activation word is draconic, um, and it means choke. Uh, however, um, to outside ears, it sounds like Heimlink. Perfect. Oh no! Perfect. Just wonderful. I see what you did there. No. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> no. I will be rolling up and taking the Doctor Strange cape with me. <laughs> Other capes are available. <laughs> uh, yes. Other capes sold separately. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> you guys are going to uh, are heading towards um, uh, on the lookout for um, Balthazar Bolt's office, which you've just been told. I feel like we gate and a blue door. I feel like we might need to develop a sort of like a code phrase or uh, or something for when uh, Neris is going to make use of that ability. I'm thinking we call it the um, uh, the Heimlink stratagem. <laughs> Mission Oh no, hang on. That wasn't Brucon, that was Bart. I can't I can Just Bart, have some life inspiration. Brucon actually already has inspiration, so it's fine. Okay. Um So I, by the time we I just wanna like use the time 
between like okay in and then getting to the guy just to tell everybody what my fancy new cape does okay. i want my team to be a wah not a of the word a wah what it does yeah they get freaked out yep Fair and that and that there is a word but i won't tell them because reasons. everybody knows about the word <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay, and you uh, continue on your way. Um, however, um, so you know did, what the door looks like to this place, but sorry, James, go ahead. Okay. Did the tech magic pick up that floating orb following Leo again? Uh, no, you did not pick up an orb uh, picking up Leo uh, while you headed up. Cool. So it doesn't appear you're being followed currently. But uh, yes, good to good to try that out every now and again. By the way, you to detect magic. Um, are you ritual casting it, or are you using spell slots, or is it a night? No, I've got an. It's an invocation, so I can just do it at ah. will. So it's, of course, you've it's got the detect walking. magic invocation now. Okay, great. Yeah, it it lasts for ten minutes. So I don't need. So it just takes an action to cast it, and it lasts for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem at all. Great. Um, yeah, familiar from when Leo had it uh, all that time ago. So, yeah. yeah, cool. It's back. I got to now think about those uh, schools of magic yep. as well. Long, long ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so what I need you guys to do um, at this point is you're looking for the place with uh, the blue door by the uh, by the Docklands Gate. So can you make perception checks, please? As you are. Let me try. Looking for it. Oh, shit, nice. 13. 17. Nice. Seven. is going to be enough. Uh, so Brucon, you would spot um, just tucked away. Um, sort of, it's actually, it's almost. There's a there's a small cluster of buildings on the your left hand side of the Dockins Gate. One sort of tucked around the corner from that. You notice as a blue door, like a sky blue door. Uh, sorry, that was me. You're looking for. Yes, you you spotted it. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, Brucon. Um, I feel like Brucon doesn't. Uh, would he? Would he? How? How? A question I now must ask myself. How sensible would Brucon be about this? Um, and I think the answer has to be not massively. Um, so Brucon kind of go uh, stops and points and he goes, "There it is. We found it." Just complete lack of social stealth going on whatsoever. Just going, "Yep, found it." Found it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So now you're all aware of where the blue door is. Um, heading that way. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Brucon, okay, uh, Brucon marches straight up to it and knocks firmly on the door. Well, mm. do you? Because as you approach it, um, you Ooh. hear um, uh, you hear some um, some hushed some hushed words to your left, and you just kind of as you kind of casually or out of curiosity kind of glance around you see there is a shady group of individuals um most of them most of them appear to be um appear to be kobolds there's but there are two dragonborn amongst them uh again with like uh cloaks pulled up over their faces uh, over their heads and uh all seem to be wearing again this like studded leather armor like uh the jackets like you saw um the kobolds back in the bronze district uh wearing uh, and... Is it possible to tell if one of the kobolds is the one that we encountered earlier? Uh, with your seventeen perception, and I'll, I'll say it carries over for this check as well. Um, mm -hmm. 
you can't tell if it's if it's that one, but certainly the jackets are a striking. They're clearly difference. affiliated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there seems to be a connection there. Maybe they just got them from the same uh, supplier. I mean, okay, and they're just what? Well, they're just standing around looking shady, are they? Uh, there appears to be something tra- changing hands between them. Uh, you get a strong odor uh, coming from that direction, uh, a pungent uh, sort of herbal smell, and you can see some some. Uh, coin is changed hands as well when you say pungent herbal noise. smell yes let, 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 let's let's <laughs> get explicit here does brucon do, does brucon's uh, narcotic senses begin to tingle yes i think you've actually come across this particular smell before oh really um, uh, i've smelled oh, this no. smell before brucon okay. has definitely come across this smell before Oh yeah. What does he does he recognize in what you context? Yes, you recognize uh that you actually have some of this particular uh substance. Is it by any chance uh oh god, where I've got to find it in the uh is it fallen stardust? It's no, it's not that. But uh oh, okay. it's not that but you were Oh no, sorry. That's the one you have. I I've got this wrong. Yeah. Um but you have come across this this particular substance before um and you were aware of the effects of it from your frat boy days but yeah, yeah. It's, um uh, it's nation's favorite you would recognize it as which is a sort of it's a smoked um herbal uh okay and coffee. and is, in terms of in terms of its effect are we more up the uh the mary jane cannabinoid end uh yes. up the crystal meth no it's okay very more, the more... cannabinoid end yes Right. Okay. Relatively light, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, the, the, those kids are having fun. Don't wouldn't expect their teeth to start falling out. Kind of deal. Uh, <laughs> yes. Although, um, if they were to smoke enough of it, there could be some strange side effects. Sure. sure. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, I think so. Uh, in term, Brucon's attitude to this door is, I don't really feel the need to be particularly. Um, uh, what's the word? You know, uh, un- underhanded here. Um, but he knows that you know Brucon knows a drugs deal, and he knows the etiquette when it comes to drugs deals. So that when he sees this group, he clocks them, but doesn't immediately um, respond. Yeah. Um, but does does uh, keep an eye, um, and um, I feel like he I, Brucon um, sort of um, adjusts his path to take him close to Malar. Um, and kind of um, taps him on. Now, thinking about relative scale here, I think it's going to have to be the knee, because um, <laughs> because Malar is uh, quite a lot taller than uh, Brucon. Um, but Brucon taps Malar on the knee and says, um, uh, "Some of your uh, friends over yonder. Um, I know I know the stuff there. Uh, uh, yeah, th- th- this is you know kind of somewhat muttered." Um, and he goes, uh, "I know th- I know the stuff they're uh, uh, exchanging there. It's." Um, uh, it, it's it's not a it, it's not the most um dangerous stuff going um but uh you you, you never know uh, be on your guard what is it what 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 is it mr brook what what is what is that what's happening it's just a it's just a fun it's it's just a uh, you know it's it's a it's a uh, a gateway to having uh, some nice uh, having some fun with your friends uh, possibly a little too much fun if you uh, have enough uh, coin for it but um it's it's not um uh you know it's not volatile particularly uh they're, they're, um, you know I, I i don't think we need to be uh too much on our guard but uh you never know do i get what he's talking about do i get that it's drugs uh i was man i'll make a history check or insight 
No, no, no. If, if you're, if you're trying for this, for the, specifically, Malar has a strong history with drugs. Oh, uh, ten. Ten. You vaguely recall uh, in your earlier days in uh, the <laughs> in the Hammerfern Institute that there were some uh, there were some students who were expelled from the institute for their use of recreational drugs uh and it's it is not condoned at all by uh by acolytes of the eight um yeah they, they find it quite abhorrent the use of drugs so so when but, when brucon has gone like you know the doing their thing uh it takes like a, a moment just for malar to twig at which point he looks over at the crowd and goes oh drugs and runs <laughs> over and tries to scatter them <laughs> Sees this and goes, Malar, I never knew you had it in you. My respect for you has just grown enormously. Uh, I wouldn't bother, though. I'm sure I can get my hands on something better. <laughs> the, uh, sure. the, the, the kobolds disperse. The two dragonborn like look from one to the other at this hulking great loxodon that's like <laughs> that's flapping over to them, and and like uh, they uh, one set mutters something to the other in draconic before leaping over uh, uh, a couple of crates and going in further into the alleyway behind them. The one that's left, like, looks up dumbfounded uh, at uh, at Malar just for a moment, completely perplexed before before noticing that everyone else is gone and he's the only one left. And then his facial his facial expression completely changes changes. His face drops, and he goes, "Oh man, I was about to make a great bust, man. Why'd you come in here? I was undercover. Come on." I don't think any of us were expecting that. Stop it! Stop it! (laughs) I'm not. Oh God! You, I know you guys. Hey, stop! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Malar Pit Champion guy. I, I, I know you. I know of you. I have. uh, We haven't been introduced, but um, yeah, that was that, that. They were my guys. I was. I was trying to get. I was trying to get access to whoever's supplying the drugs. But you know what? Fine. Fine. I'll guess I'll just have to find another source, and that's going to take me six more months. But fine, whatever. Okay, you guys. Brucon strolls Bel- over. Belfazar, right? Brucon Bru- strolls over, and as he says, six months. Brucon um, says, "No, I'm sure it it won't take that long." Yeah, well, maybe you know. I mean, I am a really good detective, so I suppose there is that. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, I'm, so I'm, was... I'm, I'm, more dr- I'm more drugs all over the place. It honestly, I'm, uh, you can usually. It, I generally don't need more than a day. Um, anyway, hello. Yes, hi. Um, so we should probably talk more inside because I shouldn't really be seen with you guys. So if you'll excuse me, and he just pushes past you and heads towards the blue door. Uh, you see him. Uh, he raps on the door a few times before you all hear. Uh, <laughs> before you hear uh, a. A hushed whisper from the door. Who enters here? Yeah, guys, it's it's me. It's Jip. Open up. The door opens up on its own. He goes in. But this guy was this guy was doing a drugs deal literally outside his office. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> outside of the detective's office. Amazing. Uh, door closes behind him, and then as the door closes, <laughs> you see that actually it goes from sky blue to now a midnight blue. It changes color. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, leaving the rest of you in uh, observing the door. 
sorry, are we just did did he just go in without us? Yes. He said he couldn't the shouldn't be seen with you guys, so he just went indoors. That's a fucking knock on the door. No, 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 no. Uh, and again, you hear um, this disembodied voice, a disembodied whisper. Who enters here? We're here to see Balthazar. Who enters here? Uh, we're, the, we're the pit champions. He, he literally came to see us the other day. The door opens. And it's there is no lighting inside in this you 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 can sense it you can you can see from the natural light that's coming in that this is a relatively small room but there is no lighting in here whatsoever um and at the far end there seems to be another uh, another door this one uh seems to be um it seems to be metal actually rather than uh wooden like the blue door go in the knock on the next door are you all going in, or just Seth? Rickon's definitely going in. Yeah, Marla will go in. Yes. Yes. Okay, so you're all going to yes. you all go in. It's a bit of a squeeze, but the five of you can fit into that little room. Um, and as uh, as the last of you, probably Neris, um, enters into the room, the door of its own accord swings shut behind you, the blue door. And so you're sort of in this, and all is dark for a second. Those of you with dark vision obviously can still see uh, in shades of grey. Um, but you can see this metal door, uh, a slide goes across, um, revealing uh, an eye hole or like a sort of a post box type view. And you can see two uh, two eyes looking back, which you recognize as the dragonborn you were just speaking to outside with the leather jacket. And goes, I mean, I was hoping you guys would wait a little longer, but OK, fine. <laughs> Opens the door. I mean, if you... Yeah. I mean, if you wanted oh us to wait, God. you maybe should have said something. Guys, I was undercover. Uh, so okay? I, was, I, got, I got a little rattled. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got. It, it's fine. It's fine. Robert you know, you're new to this sort of thing. It's it's cool. It's cool, man. It's, it's cool. No, no problem. Cool, 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 cool. Ah, uh, you've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. No. <laughs> when is he ever not watching Brooklyn Nine Nine? I was in. I was in self isolation. Yes. Uh, anyway. Um. Uh, so you guys want to see the commander, right? Uh, follow me. Come on. And he uh, leads you. Uh, this the, So this particular building, it, it's not particularly spacious. Um, it seems to be this. The space is well utilized. There are many desks uh, which have various sort of uh, bits of parchment, wanted posters. Um, they have um, accoutrement. You know, there's some uh, uh, there's some shackles, uh, keys and like uh books you can see some of the desks are very neatly organized other ones are complete mess like it, it clearly each person has their own desk um and there's a, a spiral staircase in uh, at one end which he leads you towards going upwards uh and head on up the spiral staircase and then in front of you uh past the the landing on the first floor there is uh a, a sort of uh, a partition wall uh, which appears to mostly be glass, but it has Venetian blinds on the other side, uh, and a door which also has uh, has a glass window in it with a Venetian blind. But written on the glass is Commander Bolt. <laughs> All right, uh, come on in, and just knocks on the door. Oh, Commander! Yes, Jip. What is it? 
I've got the pit champions for you. Good luck. Opens the door. Opens the door. Beckons you all inside and says, Guess I'll probably see you uh, see you out there. And uh, he heads on back downstairs. Leaving you in name? the presence of Commander Bolt. Uh, you got that his name was Jip. 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 J-I-P. Jip. Avoid Jip. He's probably as good as a detective or spy as anyone else we've met. Are you saying yeah. this yep. out loud, or is this is this out of character chat? <laughs> that was out of character voice. Okay, uh, it's how this universe works. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I mean, we. I think we head inside, right? Yep. Commander Bolt yeah. is behind his desk. Um, it's quite a large, but um, it's not particularly grandiose. It's not made of anything expensive. It seems more utility. It, it seems more practical. Um, there are many. Uh, many drawers on the other side of this desk but it, it's quite a large one um, uh, and which Balthazar is standing behind uh, nods to all of you he's <laughs> he's still wearing his armor uh, as he does when he's out on uh, at, when he's out on patrol uh, or at uh, public events like he was yesterday um, sort of nods to you all and beckons you all inside and offers um, there are um, there's one sort of sofa in on one side of the room uh, for you to sit at I'm glad you're all here uh, please take a seat is there a is there a loxodon sized? Yeah, and in, and seat? are there are, how are there five seats in the? Uh, the sofa will only fit three of you, uh, medium sized creatures. Uh, there is a, there is an armchair on the opposite side, uh, which Mala you reckon could accommodate you. I'm in. I'm in it. In it, nice. so it's a rather large sort of wing back armchair, and but it's yeah oversized, so you can sit in it and it's, it seems rather comfortable uh, although it seems quite well used it's not the newest of items but anyway so there's there's room for most of you to sit one of you may be left standing but who have to draw the short straw i guess i will uh, remain standing ah okay they we're about to roll for it oh ah. <laughs> seth's gonna roll uh seth's gonna do it okay fine well volunteered uh thank you for coming uh i my apologies mr Ree, for the display with Macklin yesterday that was not professional on either of our parts but uh, we have a difficult relationship that's quite all right we're familiar with difficult relationships excellent well then you are well placed for this particular um, task so I trust the king has given you some background as to the assassination that was carried out but a year ago and his belief that perhaps it is not carried out by spies from Burekrin but in fact could be an inside job so well we are... uh, what, what leads you to this uh, conclusion what has led us to this is uh, through our investigation so far, it seems that the only person who could have had, uh, the only people who could have had access to the um, uh, to the tainted uh, spirit, it was uh, Zesknik. It's a Richiri spirit. You may not be familiar with it if you're from outside. 
but the only only people who could have had access to poison such an item would have have to have been members of the dragon council they are the only people who would uh who would have access to the palace uh, to their kitchens or anywhere else within the palace that's off limits to most other members of the public. Now, of course, there was the argument that there could have been a trespasser. However, uh, there are certain magical restrictions from that happening, and no, and uh, no trespasser was ever recorded or caught. So, also from what we've deduced thus far, um, the way that the council has looked to sweep this under the carpet and has been less than helpful in the original investigations carried out by uh, the armies of Richier and the Royal Guard lead us to believe that perhaps there is more to this. Now I would be happy for us to continue this investigation and to, to close the case finding no evidence of involvement from the Dragon Council but that has not been ruled out yet. Now, what makes you believe that, I mean, the council, uh, I mean, why would they uh, want to... Uh, oh, uh, oh, ah, uh, yes. Oh, ah, yes. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I, I, I am familiar with where you are coming from, Master, uh, Mr. Um, I, I did not get your name. Not all still in the chair, just going... Uh, Rickon leans over and slaps him. Oh. Shade Creek. Oh, the, the Deacon uh, Mallow Shade Creek. A Deacon Shade Creek. Right. Uh, so, I'm I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. What was your question? Oh, why would the council uh, want to hurt the king in this ah, way? No, Surely uh, it's, I... it's against everybody's interests. You may think so, but I'm fortunate, and you would be right to think so. However, um... Speaking of difficult relationships, the the formation of the Dragonborn Kingdom was uh, something that was uh, a collective decision by the clans. Before that, the Dragonborn uh, Richir was in fact a series of clans, uh, each of which were holding uh, dominion over a particular territory within Richir. They have united under the banner of the kingdom, but there has always been uh, debate, shall we say, as to who should be... Uh, which clan should be the rightful uh, royal line. Uh, ever since its formation, there has been disagreements about which uh, which clan should be the reigning clan. Uh, this deep-seated kind of uh, animosity, if you like, has, got, has been relatively underground for the last century, but... Uh, since I would say since the Ushbek occupation that really galvanized the clans together, but there has been an undercurrent of some of these clans feel hard done by, that they don't get enough of a say, or that they are the rightful rulers, and I would say greed is probably the biggest cause. There's not a sense of duty no. among these politicians. Does does this internal strife have something to do with the border skirmishes with um with Burakrin? Uh, yeah, because they flared up recently, as I understand it, uh, from my missives and the things that I I hear on the street. Well, um, I I couldn't possibly comment uh, on 
the mining operation as to who uh, spearheaded that campaign. I believe that the the mining of our own territory was rightly the decision of the king. However, I know that the uh, tensions have been exacerbated by certain uh, clan leaders acting against the orders of the king. Uh, for instance, those who brought you here, the clan Lambold, um, their, uh, their but attack those... on the monastery was not authorized by the king. So, uh, so those things are separate. You don't feel the one begets the other. I think there could be a causality. Sure. I think there could be, uh. A link there. Then that's an interesting uh, point of view, uh, Mr. Shea Creek, which is exactly why I wanted to bring, uh, or the king, should I say, wanted to bring uh, outside influences on board, because so far we've been running against brick wall after brick wall. Also, we were hoping to utilize your new celebrity status that hopefully it would give you access to these particularly influential people in ways that our agents, ha thus far our detectives, have not been able to do. Uh, we've tried the covert way, but it seems that actually hiding in plain sight might actually render better results. The... I mean, it, my, under my understanding is that Ryan Imbextel is the is one of the main information brokers and is a member of the council. Surely you have, surely you can um, lean on uh, on her for some information, or are you yeah. thinking that we would be better? Placed. Right. Well, as as one of the Dragon Council, she is indeed a suspect in this investigation, and so it would not oh, make I see. sense to, particularly as poison was the weapon that was used to uh, assassinate the queen, uh, the prince, and uh, the captain of the royal guard at the time. Um, it, that would immediately point to uh, the Imbix tells for poison is associated with the green dragon. It's their calling uh, card, I see. All right, okay. Suspect high so, on the list. And what about General Funch? General Funch is the general of the Royal Guard. Now, I'll admit that whilst our relationship is rocky, I do appreciate that she does carry out her duties as far as they should go, but that does not mean she is beyond suspicion. And I mean, it seems to me... It would be worth looking to her. It seems to me if uh, there was an assassination attempt that got through the defences, um, then the person in charge of those defences is uh, pretty high on the list. Mm. Yes, Macklin Funch has been particularly uncooperative when it comes to our investigation, also has been blocking where we have been sticking our collective noses. So yes, if there were, if you were able to gather some evidence against General Funch... I would be more than happy to bring those against her. I understand. Okay. Well, we. Okay. So that's two suspects. Any. Uh, uh, any. Any other people that we ought to be um, uh, aware of? Uh, there, there was. Yes. I, I'm not under the yeah. impression that uh, Dudra Denish is uh, especially um, uh, the, likely yes. to be implicated, but maybe I'm missing something. Do we have a roster of the council? Do we know that, or we do. do we just have these names? Uh, we we I mean, you don't currently have a roster on you, but certainly he could give you one if you wanted. Because he, he's, in fact, he's about to launch into oh. the list of, of the members. Yeah, go for so. it. Right, so the uh, the six members of the council, Ryan Imbixtel, as we have already discussed, Dudra Denish, as you have mentioned, is also one of the members of the council, and I will admit it seems out of character, but... 
the Denish's mood changes with the wind. They are a tempestuous sort, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility. That being said, uh, I have a detective on each of the clan leaders. They will be contacts for you within those districts, whoever you, uh, whichever one you decide to investigate. There will be an, uh, a detective that you will be able to make contact with within that district. But more on that in a moment. So, so far we've got Ryan Imbiskstel, in- Dudra Denish. You then have, of course, uh, the leader of, uh, of Clan Lambold, uh, who I gather you already know quite well, Caladan Lambold. Self-titled the, mo- the, the richest dragonborn in the kingdom. He makes no pretense about the amount of power that he covets, and that is absolute power. It would be not shocking at all if he wanted the crown for himself. Then, of course, we have Pharrell Ragfrock. Though she appears to be a altruistic, philanthropic, uh, philanthropic sort, she, uh, she also has... Uh, her eyes on the crown herself after all being the bronze uh, dragonborn and a proud bronze dragon lineage Richier was founded by the bronze dragon so uh, there is a certain historical right that that she may not say openly but has been whispered amongst her followers so there could be a could be something in that and then there is the leader of the clan of which I originated from, Clan Xerox, Nither Xerox, a militant man. He's uh, sh- short of humor, but he is. Uh, uh, but he, the Clan Xerox and Clan uh, and Clan Zarndak have been at odds for the longest time. The gold dragons and the black dragons have long fought over who owns Herthir. This goes back to even before the formation of the Dragonborn Kingdom. The two sides have always been at odds. So his involvement would not again be too surprising given the animosity between those particular clans. And obviously the last and probably the least suspicious of the lot, of course, would be Clan Oryxtoon, this is the clan of the gold dragons, clan Zarn, uh, of which Zarndak is the last member of. Um, clan Oryxtoon is related to that. It was the clan of his late wife, the queen. Um, his brother-in-law, <clears throat> Bidrekt Oryxtoon, he is the, he's the leader of, uh, of the gold district. Again, it would seem... Seems unlikely that he would be involved in the murder of his own sister, but it's an open case, and he's on the council, so. Also, when the king dies, he is next in line to the throne now, so. But that is the entire list, and I will, uh, I, I can, of course, write these down and hand those over to you. I would not, however, want to give you any names written of my detectives in the field in case it would have fallen to the wrong hands. I hope you understand. Oh, that's fine. Um, uh, I've just realised my microphone has been muted for a while. Um, oh. is, uh, <laughs> um, so, um, when um, Bolt says um, that Oryx Toon uh, are you know, unlikely to be 
um, suspect. Brucon's response to that is, uh, you're not from an aristocratic background yourself, are you, uh, uh, Mr. Bolt? Or Sir Bolt? Uh, Commander is fine, but no, I am... Sorry, com- my mistake, Commander. Right, okay, well, as, as someone who is from an aristocratic background, I've got to tell you, um, f- family, uh, blood is definitely not thicker than water. Um, I mean, well, I can't speak for the people of um, of Richir, I suppose, but uh, certainly in my experience, blood is definitely not thicker than water when it comes to high society. Um, I think we, uh, we, we ought definitely ought to um, keep an eye on um, Clan Oryxtoon. Um, and uh, on a similar subject, and sorry to be uh, a little rude about this, um, you've, you say you've put uh, detectives on, on the case. Uh, I'm just going to ask the question openly, and, and uh, uh, my apologies if, if you find it insulting. How, how confident are you in the uh, incorruptibility of your, uh, your, your crew? How dare you, Mr. Ree? My enforcers Inside are beyond reproach. Yeah. Uh, yes, go on. Inside check, a million percent, yes, yeah, go, also, go, I will yeah, also be getting in on that action. Ooh, dirty 20. I'm not, I'm not beating that. All right, um, so he, um, Commander Bolt is an interesting character in that his facial expressions don't, uh, don't give too much away, and it's especially his delivery, and apart from in, in, t- in terms of anger, that comes across, but the rest of the time he's fairly... Uh, measured in his in his speech that it's very hard to get emotion away but with a with a dirty 20 you see there is a slight waver a slight raising of one eyebrow that perhaps could be a tell uh, as he uh, as he uh, feigns outrage at what he was saying yeah no i i, I get it there's a, there's a sort of a slight crack in the veneer mm, exactly Gotcha. Okay. Um, as uh, when he when he responds, Brucon holds both his hands up in a kind of conciliatory "sorry, sorry," uh, and says, uh, uh, "My apologies, Commander. Uh, uh, but you, you know, we 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 are strangers here. Um, we're in uh, well over our heads in uh, in the political uh, um, uh, milieu of uh, of Richiri society. I had to ask the question. Uh, I understand. Uh, and and Brucon gives him an eye." Uh, Brucon looks him in the eye in a kind of like, um, you know, if if he's looking for a twinkle in Brucon's eye, he will find one. Good. Trust is not easily earned, uh, nor should it be. Well, if... And he kind of moves over to the door, closes it, makes sure it's definitely closed to his offices. (laughs) Well, if you must be... um, If we must be completely frank... uh, Two of my detectives have been on the force for... a long time, the longer than than I have, in fact, and uh, perhaps it could be argued are not are more the desk type, but uh, I I put them on what I considered to be the lowest maintenance of the uh, of the um, marks, which would be Denish and Oryx Tune, correct? Uh, no, they're both on Oryx Tune. I needed to put them both together <laughs> on the same one. Oh, oh, oh! I see. Um, yes. By any chance, is one of them is one of them sort of big and fat, and the other sort of short and and kind of suspicious look, just generically suspicious looking. Oh, so you have you've seen Flintlock and Skull already, then? <laughs> Was that, sorry? What were their names again? Run that by me one more time. Uh, Flintlock and Skull. 
Uh, okay, I, w- I was wondering if this was a Power Rangers reference. Um, uh, for I, was, I, was, I wasn't sure if the first one's name was like Bluck or something. Um, Brucon kind of goes. Brucon sort of waves a, a hand dismissively and says, "I mean, not specifically, but I know I'm, I'm familiar with the archetype. Um, the, you know, every force has them." Right. Understood. Okay. So, um, but 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 I, I, those those I, I... two are the. The, the ones you're um, least sure of. Is that is that correct? In the sense that I don't doubt their incorruptibility. They are loyal to a fault, but I only doubt their competency. Hence, I have given right. Clan Oryx Dune, who I believe is the least suspicious of the group. Uh, all right. And your and your other um, employees? Uh, are, are, there, are there any you, uh, you have uh, high confidence in? Uh, detective J- Gibraltar is my my finest uh, detective. He is unorthodox in his approach. I see you've already met him, uh, Jip Gibraltar. Um, he, he is unorthodox oh, okay. and has a strange sense of humor, but he uh, he he's one of the best uh, detectives that I have. Would would you? I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, everyone, but I just have to. Would you Would you say he's uh, he's your rock? Uh, ah, no one no one else is sufficiently familiar <laughs> with Jip. <laughs> I'm, I'm go. laughing. Good. I, there we go. Uh, that is an extremely uh, obscure pun. Um, he, My soul hurts. So, so completely dead, <laughs> completely deadpan. Um, uh, Bolt uh, responds, uh, "No, Nevik is my rock." But Gibraltar is a fine officer. I got you. Marshall's just dying in a pool of Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm just, I'm just sad that my video is still down, so people can't see my sh- me shaking my head at like ninety percent of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I thought, was, I thought it was every episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, pain. Um, okay, pain. guys, uh, we're going to take a very quick break. I'll be uh, so we will continue this this uh, this discussion uh, on the other side. We'll be back in two minutes. And we are back. So, no, stop theme tune. Stop. Stop talking. Jump in the game. No. Everybody. Uh, right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you're in the middle of this uh, discussion with Commander Bolt, uh, and he stops short at this point um, after uh, 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 giving the credentials of uh, Jip Gibraltar. Um, so I think what would be easiest is for you to... Um, Tell me wh- uh, where you would like to conduct your investigation first, and then I can advise you on your contact in the field rather than giving you all the information out of hand. Where do we want to go first? Uh, Please, if you'd I, like to take your time and discuss. Your I, I know in my office, you said I will you. Make myself scarce. I, I know you said you can't give us a list of all your agents um, for their safety, um, obviously. Politics is complicated. If you could really give us a list of all of the other people, oh, that would be wonderful. I will. Uh, and he, uh, I already have, and uh, pulls out the sheet and slaps it. Uh, well, he doesn't slap it on the desk. He takes it off the desk and hands it over to you, Leo Brin. Ah, wonderful. Um, thank you. Uh, yep. The uh, uh, Macklin Wunsch is not on not on that list, but certainly add. Sorry, Funch. <laughs> slip <laughs> Macklin mm. Funch is not on that list but uh, uh, but the, the uh, politicians in, uh, of the Dragon Council are all noted along with their positions on the council 
Yes, uh, I see Xerox and Pharrell are here. Um, right. Uh, we should probably sit down and have a... Um, oh, uh, yes, Mr. Lee over here. My office. Uh, Tina is outside if you need anything. Mm. It's a very strange... Ah! sure names. Uh, oh, are, uh, as you can understand, we uh, are trained to speak common eloquently. Uh, hence, we have a, more of a command of the language than most of the uh, most of the population of Rajir. Oh, now, excuse me, but um, who is Tina and why is she outside? Uh, Tina is my uh, assistant. And you don't think... I mean, all the people you've just discussed, you don't think there's uh, a leak with any of those people? No, uh, my agents are beyond reproach. I shoot a look at Leo and Rukon. Anyway. Huddle? Shall we huddle? Let's huddle? huddle. I think I'm, I'm, I'm in favor of a huddle. There's a bit of a huddle. Do, do, do we need to huddle? Could we not get another room? I, th I think he's leaving us in the room, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to leave you guys in the room. He was he was just leaving. Yeah, so, um, I'm not going to be huddled. No. No. Theph, do you want to do the uh, check for spying devices on at this point in time? Uh, I can check for magical ones, so I'll use detect magic again. What other how how else would someone spy on this room? Uh cup and a string. <laughs> I, I think we'll notice a cup and string. Yeah. Let's let's yeah, I mean Brucon quickly cast his eyes around to see if there is a cup and a string. I found uh, so I make it make a perception check. Sure. <laughs> uh seven. There you is no what? cup and a string since that you can see in this Leo room. Brought it up. No cups, in fact. Or string. Magic I can see. On the desk. Uh, so you're doing your detect magic, Seth? Yeah. Because honestly, if someone's spying on someone, Bolt seems like a good person to spy on if you're a, a dodgy thought. Yep, it's not a bad... You do not get a, a sense of any um, any magic in the room. Uh, the range on detect magic is 30 feet, is that correct? Yeah. Cool, yeah, you don't get any magical essences uh, thus far. Oh, uh, with the exception of you do detect there is one magic item outside the room uh it gives off um oh god what kind of magic is that hang on one second let me double check tina magic tina magic i'm gonna relate to them that I, there's no there's no magic in the room seems as safe as any other room then uh, I, you get, I followed the most. Oh. You get the sense of a magical item, but it doesn't seem to uh, have a school of magic attached to it. Okay. Because uh, I think you get the outline, is that right, of the magical item, if you pick it up, something like that? Yeah, I don't think, I'm not sure what it does for magical items. I think they have to be in effect, which would give like um, a school if it was in effect. 
So I don't think it, it fully detects inactive magic cards. A small magic handheld items. item uh, that has uh, a magical effect. Um, what, actually, two. One outside of the room and one in the room. Oh, there is a magic item in the room. Yes, sorry. Can... There is a magic item in the room. On the okay, desk. Okay, uh, what is it? Um, to look at, it appears to be a. Yeah. Um, it appears to be. Shake my uh, head. I shake my head. It is. It's no larger than a. Um, uh, it's no larger than like a, a a pod of like a, a flower or something like that. It looks like you could. Uh, it looks. Um, it's sort of round, like a. It's almost like a small pebble. Okay, small enough uh, you could put it in your nose, in your mouth, in your ear. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, this is the only magic item in the room. Does anyone know what it is? Does anyone know what it is? <laughs> nope. If it's a magic item, then Brucon does not. Uh, I mean, you can certainly make an arcana check to see if you can deduce anything from it, if you are arcana proficient. I'm arcana proficient. Ah. Excellent. I will inspect any... this pod item. Uh, no, I won't. Uh, eight. Kind of turn it around in your uh, hand the, for a moment. Can it's a the pod item. To the case. Uh, can't tell what it is. We do observe on the item uh, that although it appears um, like a pebble, um, there is one sort of um, uh, there there is one hole at one end uh, of it. Very small. That's all that's uh, that seems um, noteworthy about it. It's fairly nondescript. Other than that, um, grey in colour. I'm gonna put it in my hand. I'm gonna grab my hands together, like try and make a little seal around it in case it is. And I'm about if it's a listing device, should we just put it outside throw, the room? Throw it out the door. I, I go over. I go over to Seth. I put my hands around his hands. <laughs> I look him in the eye. And, oh, Mister Seth, Mister Seth, let me let let me take care of this happily. And I'm going to pull my hand back. I don't. I don't let you. I sort of just grip you tight. No. Let I'm me not. have this, Mister Seth. It's fine. You can have it. I take. I take it. There, there's a window in here, right? Um, it's full of windows, but they, they can't item. be. They're not windows that can be opened. They're panes of glass. I'm gonna no. fucking throw it through the window no. outside. No. No, what, you're not going to open gonna... the door and throw it out the door. You're going to smash a window. I'm just throwing it through the window. No, stop! I'm going to try and get in front of him. Stop <laughs> him from throwing stop it. Him. All right. Uh, you okay. are you are a rational Mela in the group. Don't don't uh, I... don't be a, a Daenerys about Fixing this. the problem. Seth, Fixing are you the problem. To are you trying to grab Mela or are you trying to intercept the item? Uh, intercept, like it's standing in front of being like, no, no, I'm not going to. Grab the giant lock the Don who's stronger than me. Alright, I'm gonna get the two of you to roll initiative. <laughs> Nine. Twenty three. <laughs> Alright, um Seth, you will uh oh no. You will I've done the wrong one. You will go first. Um 
well, okay, you, you are slightly ahead on the initiative, which means that uh, you will not have any disadvantages imposed upon you to try and intercept the item. So, Mawa, you, like, roll, rear your, uh, reel your arm back, go to throw, throw the thing straight through the window. As it leaves your hand, Seth, no, make an acrobatics check as you try and jump in the way and catch the item. Oh, that's the one I can do. Oh, fuck yes, 27. Mm-hmm. 20 okay with a 27 you catch it you roll over and you stop yourself just before you career before you career into a, a nearby end table uh, at the end of the sofa like had you not done so well you would have just crashed into it and wrecked it um, as it does you just do a nice sideways roll you have the item it's all very impressive uh, you have it in your hand Mala, you have not smashed a window Mala, you okay. don't go throwing stuff around in police station have you have you you just don't. I, I, I walk up to Mr. I walk up to Seth. <coughs> take his hand in my hand. No, no, Mr. no, Seth. no. Mr. Seth. You stop taking take my hand. Mr. Seth. Stop taking Let my me hand. take care of this. No, no. I'm going to go towards the door. I didn't let him take my hand this time. I'm backing away. And I'm going no. to put, you put your hand down, sir. Neris is just observing this tomfoolery and is just considering using the the activation word right now. <laughs> use it on her. Use it on him. Yeah. Yeah. How do I use the graphite slate? So many choices. No, no, no. I, I think there's a particular like they're just so annoying I level to it you. that the activation word can only. I was just really. Impressed. That Neris went from item that was like wraps over someone's head and suffocates them, and it's black and it's like, it's personal. <laughs> I'm going to go towards the door. I'm going to open it a crack, and I'm going to roll the bead. Out At least it isn't as fleshy. As possible, <laughs> and close the door again after the bead. Okay, uh, you do you do so. Um, you do hear from outside the room after a moment. Captain! Commander! Somebody! You dropped your item outside. Fine, I'll get it. Can you hear the that? That activation word is Don't coming back to me. Cl- closing the door, standing in front of it, and like, look, what's our plan? What are we doing? I understood half of. Okay, I paid attention to half. Okay. I wasn't paying that much attention. There's someone that we need to find. Who are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, well, I uh, I have an idea, Mr. Seth, uh, but I'm going to need some supplies first. But in the meantime, uh, maybe we uh, interrogate one of these uh, names. Are we allowed to interrogate people? Like, no, are we just but... going into people's houses and... No, no, Mr. Seth, Mr. Seth, ingratiate yourself to a person, Mr. Seth. Or, uh, you, you know, just use your nice words. That goes speak? to you as well, Ms. Neris, you're in this as well, you know. Out of out of everybody here, you're, you've got quite, a, quite the charm. Do the people just... on this list speak common? Looks Have menacingly. Ms. Have Miss Neris to translate. Must I do all the thinking here, Mister Seth? 
Yes, but she's just going to threaten them. We're going to be... You don't know no, what no, she's no, going no, no, to no. say. Nar- you don't Nar- know my life. Ms. Neris, don't... don't we, we, you're not going to... Just... I had faith. Ms. Neris, you've matured a lot in the three weeks we've known each other. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> and there's... <laughs> just got my like, goes like... Billow. <laughs> it's just like a I, subtle little billow. That's I'd right, like to Seth. check for when she what? said, "I'm not going to threaten them." I I didn't say that. When she said something along those lines, you were like, "I wouldn't." Or no, you don't know my life. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> no. Okay, so who are we go- are we just going to the houses? So while all this is going on, Brucon has been sort of like reclined at the corner of the sofa with his hands uh, behind his head, just kind of like going, this is very fun to watch. Um, but uh, towards the back end of the exchange, he leans fo- leans forward and says, um, well, I mean, one suggestion that I might uh, offer up is that I have uh, at the party, I did uh, get chatting with a number of the uh, council members that um, Commander Bolt mentioned. Uh, I could possibly... Um, See if uh, one of you know that several of them uh, express some interest in uh, talking more to me. Um, you know, given my uh, status as one of the um, pit champions, uh, I I could um, possibly see about uh, hobnobbing with uh, one or more of them. And um, you let that's worthwhile. And you let Seth go on for that long before he suggested that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yes, I did. I, okay. I've saved the window okay. today. I've contributed enough. It's, uh, it, it's, no, it's best Sounds I find like to let him, I find it's best to let him sort of punch himself out. And get, get him tired and then he becomes more manageable. I, I see. <laughs> Brickon stands up, walks over to Seth, pats him on the head and goes, there, there. Um... And then turns to the others and goes, so who do we think, uh, is it, do, do we have any uh, strong opinions about who might be um, uh, worthwhile talking to first? Mal, are you were suggesting that you had uh, uh, something that you might be uh, able to try with some, uh, it sounded like magical components. Do, do, do you think it would uh, give us a lead to work on? Oh, yes, I, I believe so, Mr. Brucon. We can wait uh, for me to get these components so we can uh, divide and conquer. I'll go get the components and run my spell while the rest of you maybe hunt down some more leads. I am, I'm, I'm uh, free and easy, Mr. Brucon. free and easy. Will, will you be able to get the components? If not, we can ask the, um, the captain oh, it, here. They it's may be simple instance. Yes, I'm, okay. I'm sure I should be able to source such a thing. Okay, let's let's um let's go into the you know there's only so many people I can talk to uh let let's um let's try and narrow down the list uh we, if we can get some uh assi- some divine assistance on this then uh, so much the better uh, and while and and I tell you what while you're while you're getting those uh, components I can uh have a try at something else that might give us a bit of a hint fantastic mr Brucon. let's uh, attack the problem from two angles well, we've we've got the names, we've got the info. Let's make a move. Yeah, agreed. And on on that bombshell, I will have to bid you adieu, darlings. Not Neris, me. 
no, no worries, Martin. No worries. No worries. Uh, in fact, it, has been it, feels excellent. Like, it feels like we're about to uh, to to uh, to wrap up tonight anyway it feels like a good yeah i think i think we're rapidly approaching a a, a good point but okay okay um so so as you agree on the plan um uh, and you're going to exit the office i take it yeah um so as the door opens uh you hear you hear from sort of round the corner from from this office sort of you know partition walls uh here commander they're done with the room now. Commander, are you coming back? <laughs> Up the stairs, grumpily, uh, Commander Bolt comes back. Oh, that was uh, most expedient. Uh, uh, I see you have reached a decision then? Oh, what's... what's the, and he, le- he leans down and picks up the, uh, the, uh, the pebble from the floor. Oh, uh... My apologies, I was meant to give you this already. Um, my agents use uh, items such as this uh, to enable communications between each other. Um, this will not only allow you to message individual members that you designate, but also as a line of communication with me. Uh, whichever of you would like to take it, insert it in your ear, and... It is yours. As, as, I feel like as soon as he uses the word ear, everyone in the room's eyes turn towards Malar. <laughs> like playing a little basketball game or something, we can just like try and throw it in there. So, uh, where are you headed first? <laughs> Nothing but net, baby. <laughs> uh, to which district were you... Oh, which line of inquiry were you going forward with first? Well, we were going to we, we were going to try and um, uh, figure that out. We're try, trying to uh, get some more information to uh, narrow down on that, um, if it's right. Our methods are our own. Of course. Uh, then, in which case, you should definitely take this item, and then you can contact me directly when you uh, have your. Yes, that sounds perfect. There you are. Uh, he hands it to Brucom because you seem to be sort of leading the conversation at this point. Hands it to you. Sure. Cool. Uh, what am I? What am I adding to Brucon's inventory? I'll have to add it as a custom item. At oh, you do it. Yeah, yeah, you do it. Along you do with Neris's cool. cape, uh, cloak. Yeah, sorry. sweet. Uh, yeah, uh, but yes, I will, we'll take care of that uh, after. Oh, probably right yeah, between, sessions, after cool. the, uh, between sessions. Between uh, sessions. This is yeah, like a good point now. as you guys exit from uh, the uh, the blue door, the offices of the enforcers, back into the streets of Rachir. Going to leave things here for today, and we'll be back in two weeks' time for the next session now of course that time of year the end of the year and also the festivities that come with the end of the year are rapidly approaching and so therefore we are running out of sessions that we are going to that we will be partaking in next week uh uh, this year sorry so our next one could be the last one it could be the second to last one we're going to have uh we'll be having some discussions between now and the next one to see if we can squeeze one more in before the end of the year but if not uh I'll, we'll next session will be our last one of the year and it will be session 80 so a nice round milestone to finish up on uh for the year it should be nice uh but anyway um to keep the rest of the uh, situation uh as it develops please uh follow us on social media if you're not already it's at slice and d6 and of course today's session along with all the others in the campaign so far will be uploaded to youtube this this episode should be dropping on youtube on monday 
um, and all the rest are already up for you to check out if you want to catch up on the campaign so far. So if you uh, yes, follow us on YouTube, um, you can find the uh, the link to YouTube on our Twitch page. Just click catch up with the YouTube logo. It'll take you straight to our YouTube page where you can subscribe and all the rest of it uh, so that you never miss a moment. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in tonight and come back in two weeks time until then um is it thursday yet thank you guys uh have a great two weeks and good night thank you for choosing the many lands campaign here on the slice and dice podcast we live stream the campaign fortnightly wednesdays from 7 p.m gmt only on our twitch channel show your support and subscribe today that's twitch.tv slash slice and d6 You can also catch up at your convenience via our YouTube channel. Thanks for listening, and until next time, stay safe.